since it's uh, the year before Rosh Hashanah, next week, Sunday night, is already Rosh Hashanah. So I wanted to speak a little bit about the Shefer Gadol that says that famous pasuk we say in the in Musaf of Rosh Hashanah, <coughs> the Mashiach comes, he will blow with the great Shefer and the those that are lost in the land of Asher, those that are stuck in the land of Mitzrayim will um, come and bow down to Hashem in the holy mountain of Yerushalayim. Now, the, there's a lot to speak about the Shefer God. I'll be very honest with you. I'm going to really just scratch the surface. I didn't have time to get into it in a very deep way. We have, um, first of all, a few psukim that speak about it. We have the, we say them in the Muslim of Rosh Hashanah. We say that uh, when the Sheikh will come, we'll hear the great Shefer, Chizkeya Shefer Tishmo. Um, it's another pasuk. Hashem al kemiskev halach besar is teimon. There's various pesukim speaking about the shofar god. Chassidus also speaks a lot about it. Um, the relevance pashat in halacha to Rosh Hashanah is that the uh, one of the that the Rabbi going brought ten reasons, things to have in mind for the ten reasons of tkiya shofar. Um, I, I think the last two of them is is that the, it says ten things is that when you blow the shofar, the idea of I don't know what he says, but uh, you know there's the idea of crowning the coronating the Ebeshir as king to remember the shofar of Matan Taira, the, the the so on and so forth. So one of the the last two things he says is to remember of the shofar the Ebeshir will blow. By Kibbutz Galis, when we're gathering the exiles, and to remember the Shefer of Tchia Samesim. It's actually also Nagela Halacha because we have the way the way we blow the Shefer on Rosh Hashanah, the way it's set up, is that we blow the Shefer right after Musaf, right after Kriya Sater, I mean, right before Musaf. Technically, the blowing of the Shefer really is supposed to be done during Musaf. I mean, that's why we blow during. The Chazar Sashat, our minigas, we also blow during the quiet Shemayin because the whole, the, the, the Shefer really is supposed to go together with the brachas of Musaf, of Malchias, Zechreinus, and Shefers. And as the Chachamim say, that whatever, that uh, <coughs> you crown me through Shefer, all the, whatever it is, they're the, the really supposed to go together. But the, the reason why it was set up to, uh, to, but what, the way we set it up is that we 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 blow shofar before musaf as well. That the main blowing of the shofar is before musaf, and then we uh, we 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 blow shofar again during tefillah. So why do we blow shofar again? Why do why why was it such, why was it set up that the main blowing of shofar is before musaf? As it says, in order to mix up the satan. The Sultan should already get confused when it comes to the Shafer, when he hears, in other words, you want to, before you start Musaf, you want the Sultan already to be, uh, not to lose his, uh, you know, take the fight out of him, as they say, he should be worried about himself. So therefore, you already blow Shafer before Musaf, so the time, even though in Indian, the states, even though the truth is halachically, Batsum, we're more Yoitsa with the Tkis, so you blow before Musaf, because that's when you make the Brach and everything, but Ideally, that shofar really belongs during Musaf. You blow beforehand, so 
that uh, to mix up the satan so you shouldn't bother you doing doing shmiras. Now, what is the satan getting mixed up about? What is he getting to confuse him, to confound him? So there's various explanations. I mean, the simple explanation, one of, I mean, one of the straightforward explanations, you blow the shofar, the Idnar awakened in Shuvah, that, that uh, you know, the Sutton sees, how Idnar decided, he gets, uh, he gets to tumult, you know, he, he loses his, uh, he, was, he was so sure that he had what to say about the Jewish people, now he sees it's, uh, you know, that the Idnar doing Shuvah, he gets nervous. But there's another, there's a taste that brings down that when the Sutton hears the shofar, he gets worried. Because he knows that his that when Mashiach will come will be his end, and what's going to signal the arrival of Mashiach? The sound of the shofar. So he gets very worried. He says, uh, you know, he starts worrying about his himself. <laughs> if he's scared for his life, he doesn't really have the, uh, you know, the stamina that's needed to go and fight to get to say negative things about Yidden. So this is Pashat, In other words, the the connection of the shofar with Mashiach plays itself out in halacha and in, in our the way we blow the shofar and the way it's set up we try to confuse the satan it's like this once you blow the shofar then he's in ganzen satumal so then you by by musaf he ready not you don't have he's completely uh, he completely loses himself the stam interesting vart i've seen that uh, the question could have many answers but this particular answer gives us a, a very it's good to keep in mind the question is, the Sutton hears the Shafer every single year in Rosh Hashanah. And every single year he's afraid, Atat, today I'm going to be wiped out. And that's a separate thing. So the word is, so every year he hears the same thing, and, and so you're blowing this time again. What are the chances that this time is going to happen? I mean, the truth is that I mentioned in the past, logically, really, something that's supposed to happen. More times have passed, but it didn't happen. More of a chance that as time goes on, it will happen. But anyway, the word is that the sudden Taka believes when he he, he Taka takes it serious. He hears the shayf, Mashiach is coming. He, he doesn't have uh, we we have the we he doesn't he doesn't have the Yitzurah. Sudden doesn't have the Yitzurah. We have the Yitzurah, so he tries to to, to, to put us to sleep. Sudden doesn't have Yitzurah. He takes it seriously. Huh? Now, there, the various nikudas about the shayfar of Mashiach, but just to start with the basics, the two, what is, we, we brought down in Pesukim about it, the sound of sound the great shayfar. So there's two, two, of, two ways of learning. One way of learning is that it's, it's not a literal, literal thing that there'll be a big sound of shayfar that will be blown. But a number of Mepharshim would explain that the miracles of, 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 the, of Kibbutz Goliath, of, of in gathering the exiles, and Tchiyas HaMais, and the resurrection of the dead, will be so great that, uh, that it will be as if there was a great sound blown throughout the whole world. You understand? It's, 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 it's figuratively speaking, that it will be Ke'ilu Shafir Gadol is born. However, on the other hand, there are the are, there are Mepharshim, the learned Kipshuta, in a number of sources, it's Mashmars, particularly from Midrashim, it definitely seems that the, that the, 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 the Shafer will possibly, you know, be sound of a Shafer that will signal, that will signal um, the coming of Mashiach. Huh? What? 
You can hear it in the whole world. Yeah. That's the story of Ramendal Ahadudaka, the guy that went up in the Mishra, and they went up in the mountain, and he blew the shafer, and the people thought Mashiach came, so he opened up his window and he smelled, and he said, it doesn't smell like Mashiach. So later they found out that it was a Mishra, that went up on top of the mountain and blew a shafer. So they said, the mass, why did he have to open up the window to smell outside? Because in his room, he always, he was always the heir of Mashiach. Yeah, no, so, in Achanami, but I'm saying, so if you, got, you, you could go with a simple pshat of Mufash, it doesn't mean a literal shaifer. It means it will be famous. Al Rebbe said, Mashiach had come with in the Gazette, and all the newspapers. All the newspapers, all the newspapers that Al Rebbe says will have Mashiach, you know, that will be spread out throughout the whole world. Now, there's, there is, um, um, there, there are, other discussions over here, one, one famous medish that's pretty famous is that the shoifer comes from the Eli Shal Yitzchak, the Ram of Yitzchak. One of the connections in general of Tkiah Shoifer to, to, to Rosh Hashanah is to remember the merit of the Akedah. So it says that everything that was from that Ram, nothing went, in, not, nothing was for nothing. And everything, and every part of the Ram was used for something. The, the, the veins were used for the harp of David HaMalach. The skin was used for Elio HaNovi. He had his belt, his Adedas uh, Elio, <coughs> made from some type of skin. And it says, it, it lists a number of things, and it says that the horns, the right horn was used by Matan Taira. They you know, it says it was the sound of a shafer. The left horn, I'm sorry, was used by Matan Taira. And the right horn will be blown when Mashiach will come. You already see that, obviously, there's a mile over it. The shafer will be blown from Sheikh will come regarding the shafer that will be blown by Matan Taylor. Now, there, what's Pshat exactly in this? So, so the Avid Ramban, he asks a question, he said he doesn't understand. The ram of Yitzchak was completely burnt up. So, what does it mean? I mean the Medrash is saying that all these things, it was Kerbanoilo, was completely burnt, all these things were used. So, he says, the Ramban, another man, the Rabbein of Bukhai, a number of the, they say that. Enochanami was burnt up, but then the Abishter recon, re, reconstituted it, reconstructed it. So that's uh, one, one, one approach that they use. There is, however, um, the, the, the Marame Prague, he, he says, never, no one ever had a mind, he says, that we mean the physical horn of the ram of Yitzchak was, uh, he says that the, 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 he says, the ram of Yitzchak, we know, saying Pekayavis, one of the things that were created. In the, in the six days of creation, Erev Shabbos Bein Hashmoshes was created by uh, twilight time. Erev Shabbos Bein Hashmoshes. So it's known, discussed a number of sources. The Rebbe speaks about it in the Sikhs also. Those things that were created at that time, you have, let's say, the Mon or the Shashamir worm or the Luchais. These were things that were physical but spiritual at the same time. In other words, they had, they had, a, they had a supernatural quality to them as well. So he says that the Ram. It's a supernatural thing. The son of the Luka Medrashim and says that the Ram lived from Sheishis and Mebreishis on the six days of creation until the Akedah over over two thousand years. So he says it's a spiritual thing. It was obviously a physical Ram, but it was a spiritual. However, it doesn't tie trace exactly. It says the physical Ram was burnt, but the spiritual Kayach of the Ram was was still, you know, it's ha. Huh? 
Ramach, and made it of Bilam, and over there, Pashas, he kept it, it died. You mean the Chamoira, the Chamoira yeah. of Moshe, the same Chamoira of Avram, the same Chamoira of Moshe? But I'm saying all these things, you're always going to have two different. Huh? That was the same Chamoira? That was from Sam of the Ummah's. Faisnish. So, Cholayfim, there's always going to be these types of Agod, there's always going to have those that take it, explain it literally, that it's a miracle, those that explain it, that it's Shinichvais conceptually, that it's. So. He says no one ever thought that it means a physical shafer, it's a spiritual shafer, good. Um, but um, in the, but uh, I mean, we're talking about here, the Shainim, the Rambana, Benim Bechai, they write, uh, seems to learn that it's a literal thing that uh, that's, that's going to be reconstituted. There's also various Medrashim, when the shafer will be blown and who will blow the shafer. When the shafer will be blown, so you have some places it says will be blown by Kibbutz Golis and gathering of the exiles and by Tchiyas Jude is not necessarily a contradiction by Tchiyas Mason as well. It actually says by Tchiyas Mason is one of the Medrashim, the Ebesh will blow a Shafer, which is crazy. It's a thousand Amas and Ebesh. There's uh, whatever. Again, it's hard, to, it's hard to explain these things physically. But basically, by the first shot, the first blow of the Shafer, the earth will fall apart. Like open up the second blow, blast, the bones will gather together. And then the free, well, number seven blasts, you know, a whole process of the, the bodies getting together until, so so this 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 medrash connects Kiya Shefer with Kiya Samesim. There's other medrashim, there's other psukim that connected with with Kibbutz Goliath, with the gathering of the exiles, with the coming of Mashiach in general. Who will blow the Shefer? Also, there's various sources. Some say it will be Malach Mukhal and Reliyachveis Mashiach or. Um, I think there's one source says Mashiach or the Abishad himself, whatever it might be. Um, the Chassidus um, speaks a lot about this also, but before I get to the I mean, it's not that before I get to Chassidus, I just wanted to say the interesting thing, maybe I'll say it after we say the word of Chassidus, is that first of all, the, the Rebbe spoke about the last Rosh Hashanah Maim at the Rebbe's Magia so far was. A Maimah discussing was in the beginning of Tavshin Chavches. Tavshin Chavches was after the Six Day War. And then the Rebbe spoke, um, the Rebbe spoke a few Maimotim over here regarding the Shafer Gadol. And the Rebbe spoke, um, I didn't have a chance to, to, to learn very well now, but the Rebbe spoke, then the Rebbe spoke a lot about the, the Rebbe spoke, there was also a sikha that I spoke about at Barichas, about the miracles of the Six-Day War. And um, interesting, the whole, the whole teacher that I had my modern then, had uh, through my modern we talk of a Shafer Godel. The Rebbe the said that Yavim Chassidus, Chassidus speaks, um, The Rebbe mentioned, Chassidah speaks, I'm just going to say very general in the Kudus, Chassidah speaks about the Shefer God, like the Rebbe already speaks in the Kudus, it says, you talk of the God, will be in that day, it will be blown. It doesn't say Hashem will blow a Shefer God. It says, you talk, he will blow the Shefer God. It doesn't say who will blow. So Chassidah says it's coming, it comes from such a high level that you, you can't say, who's blowing. It's coming, basically... You know, it's coming from the highest levels possible. 
So the Rebbe, the Rebbe spoke then. There was there was a mime, I think it was also a sicha. Um, the Rebbe spoke then, which is based on the Fidik Rebbe's mimer, that the Fidik Rebbe wrote in, in Akriya Vaktusha. That the Fidik Rebbe writes, he brings two psukim that uh, about the blowing of the shofar that will be before Mashiach comes. He says one pasuk is Hashem alukim a shofar yiska v'alach b'saris teimon. The Ebrish will blow the shofar and will go with the saris, face the storms of of Taimon. And this pasuk says a name of Ebrish. Hashem alukim the Ebrish will blow shofar. Another pasuk says Vayibay Yemahu Yitaka b'shofar. God doesn't say the Ebrish will blow. Says he will blow with the shofar Godol. So he basically says, and the way the Rebbe interpreted these events, the Rebbe says that as a preparation to Mashiach, there were two major events. One was a very traumatic, a very, 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 you know, the, the terrible event that, that was in of, 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 you know, of Gevura. And uh, the other thing, so the Rebbe basically said it was the Holocaust and the Six-Day War, to put it simple. The Holocaust was an awakening call, but in a very, very terrible way. I mean, Abizman Agolus is no <laughs> no words that could even put the tragedy of the Holocaust. But then that was, Fidik Rebbe was writing, writing the Marimah during the time of the Holocaust. That was the Abish, it was statement, it was terrible winds and dust. But the ultimate purpose was was like a wake-up call, to awaken the, 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 the was prepared for Mashiach. It was awakened the Eden in some way. But the awakening came in a very, very, very terrible way. But then, what's, what the main thing I want to focus on is on the positive. The Rebbe, the, the Fidik Rebbe went on, and he said, and he said that the, the, the Fidik Rebbe went, and the Rebbe said, this is what the Rebbe said. We see this being expressed, it was expressed in the Six Day War. Fidik Rebbe didn't speak about the Six Day War. The 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 Fidik, you could look up the map. I don't know if the Fidik Rebbe touches it. The Kriv, the whole Kriv the Kriv the whole the the the. the That what? Rabbi Nasserid, the Rebbe still called it Kavli Mashiach a number of times. Yeah. Rebbe called it Kavli Mashiach. Tav Shnonal, if the Rebbe wants to be the whole completely, the Rebbe said we don't, whatever. But early years, the Rebbe called it Kavli Mashiach. So, basically, you can look up the Lush, and Fidik Rebbe writes, Bikitz, he doesn't type, but he says, the whole Akriya Vaktusha was written during that time. Fidik Rebbe was saying, this is Chavli Mashiach, that it's a wake-up call for even America to do Tehra Mitzvah. Very, very, very powerful words. So, the, uh, the, he says that after this negative wake-up call, there will be a very, a wake-up call in a very, very positive, loving way. And the, um, that it's not going to force Eden out of Gaulus, but it will awaken within them the desire that they should go, they should go out of Gaulus. So he says that um, in order to awaken every single year, the, to awaken this Nukudas Hayadis, to awaken this Pintal Yid, obviously the Hisoiridus, the, the, the awakening, has to come from a very, very high level. You know, any, any, any level Chsidus calls Giluyim, you know. Any, any level spiritually spiritual level above still has some limitation how much it could affect this physical world but uh, in order to awaken you know every single year so then it has to come from uh, basically 
a level that can't be defined by a level. There's no name. You know, Kabbalah explains when you have names of the Ebishter, it's a certain level that's being uh, discussed. But then there's a Noichi. You know, Noichi, a Noichi, the word Noichi has an Oktush, it's Hashem himself. But Hashem himself can't be defined by any word. So the so basically the awakening call comes from the Ebishter himself. And that awakens even those that are completely lost. So in, 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 this, in, the, in these Maimodim, uh, the Rebbe was explaining that the Rebbe was not negating the physical manifestation of a Shafir Gadol, but the Rebbe was definitely explaining the idea of a Shafir Gadol within the context of a very strong inner awakening. It's, 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 in other words, events that happen that awaken the, uh, the, the Pintaliyid inside their vida. And the Rebbe spoke by Riches, the Sichistan, that by the Six Day War, the Rebbe said, you had Jews living in America then, or around the world, who were completely in a revealed way, you didn't see that they were keeping Tehra Mitzvahs. But nevertheless, it's high before the war, and particularly after the war. You had, you had Jews that came from America to Israel before the war because they wanted to help, you know, was, they, they, they felt that the Jewish people were, were a threat, the Khamon al you know, of, uh, whatever the threats were being made. So they wanted to go and be with them, help them. And and particularly after the war, during the war, the miracles that happened awakened all the in the whole world. So the Rabbi says this is at least the beginning, whatever you want to call it, the Shafir Gadol of this wake of this call that it's awakening the pneumius of every single yid. And um, the Rabbi said, the Rabbi pointed of Vishtachal Hashem Bara Kodesh Shalaim. I mean, the Rabbi didn't, I don't know if the Rabbi tied his clip, in other words, it was connected with the Harabayas, you know, that they got back to the Temple But what the Rabbi was saying was an awakening call that expressed itself in a in a very clear, so to say, religious way, you know, in other words, right after the war, there was a very strong religious awakening. It wasn't Stam, an awakening place. You know, the other things that happened throughout Jewish history that awakened the Jewish people it wasn't necessarily that they felt that it's connected with the bow down in front of Hashem, Bada Kodesh, Yerushalayim, in Yerushalayim. So the Rebbe spoke by Riches and the Sikhs. It was very interesting that the Rebbe explained this was the Indian of, of, of the, of the, of the Six-Day War. So... The Rebbe, so in the Maimah, the Rebbe was Magia for Rosh Hashanah, that Rosh Hashanah, Tav Shinun Beis. The Rebbe speaks there, but the Rebbe says a very interesting word. The Rebbe says that a shofar is, on one end, it's narrow. The famous word the Chassidus says, that, that uh, the idea of shofar brings out the concept, from the narrowness, on the straits, he calls out to Hashem. And the Ebusher answers him in an expansiveness and wideness. One end of the shofar is narrow, and the other end of the shofar is wider. That's when you tapke through blowing through the narrow sound from the narrow end that brings out, you know, the sound of the other end. So he says that basically, Chassidus usually explains that through the bittel, the idea of, of blowing the shofar, the idea of the bittel of Eden, through the Eden making themselves in a state of bittel, like a, you know, they feel that they're in a mitzvah, a narrow strait, that brings out. The, the, the merchav, the, the spiritual wideness that's drawn down through the shofar. But the Rebbe says, the interesting thing, he says that the etzim fact that there's a oivdim and yidochim in other words, the, 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 the kavon and the fact that Yidin got stuck in Golos, 
so so lost in Golas, which the whole kavan of that is that through this strait, I mean, you, I mean, you think about it, the Jews don't even know that they're Jews, and they're so cut off from, from, from their source, is that this should awaken this fact that they're in such a, that the Golas is so now, that itself draws down the gili of the Shefer Gadol. That itself draws down the, 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 the revelation of Mashiach. So, then the Rebbe gave you that when the, the, the Hero of the Maim is even more interesting, the Rebbe says that that Yid uh, has to realize that his whole avoid the true bitter is that Yid realizes that his whole avoid the tutuv is, is nothing. It's if he thinks that through his avoid it that he does something, you know, uh, you know that he he, he has to feel kill everything is being done beside David. That he himself is he, complete bitter that he doesn't feel that he has any uh, that 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 it's he's doing he's being mavatal himself. So the Rebbe says, <laughs> so the Rebbe says that the avoid at the end of Golos is that a person has to have the recognition that everything that he's accomplishing through his avoid is not coming from him. It's not coming from his milas. It's coming from the He says a person could think that if he looks at himself that he's a nothing, you know, like well, the narrow end of the shaper, so he'll. You know, how does Bittel work with self-confidence? With self, you know? So the Rebbe says it doesn't, on the contrary, it doesn't cause him to be any weaker in his avoida. But on the contrary, when his, when his, when his whatever he does is based on himself, so then it's limited to his, to his understanding, to his capabilities. But when he recognizes it comes from the Ebishter, so then it's not coming mitzad this kaychas. He doesn't mitzad the kaychas of, of alakos. This is a concept explained in other maimodim of the Rebbe that at the end of Golos, the avoida that a yid does, if you think about it, it's not shy for you to do his avoida. The avoida is coming mitzad the it's, it's in certain senses, it's the ultimate bittle of a yid that whatever he's doing, it's not coming mitzad his capabilities at all, mitzad Abish's capabilities. So that, the Rebbe explains, that's the, that a yid. That's in the avoid of a year, that's what it means that he should put himself in a maitzah, he should put himself in a straight, means that he should come to recognition that he's completely nothing. And that draws down the highest revelations. That draws down, so, so I'm saying as a joke, when you do no avoid, <laughs> when you realize, as, 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 you know, as, as, that we're in Golos, that itself draws out, you know, you would have to think about it, but in other words, the fact, the fact that we have that we're nothing that itself draws down the the, the, the brings out the shape of God. Anyway, if you want. Huh? Yeah. I just wanted to finish off with uh, two vertlach, and it's connected with what we spoke about before. That I'm not being shelled the avoid. I'm just saying that the avoid, the Rebbe says the avoid of you, the end of Golos, doesn't mean you shouldn't do anything. But in other words, his avoid is to recognize that it's 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 that the the you know, it's a very interesting way of putting it. Um, there's a two vertlach here. First of all, this can't, I mean, the truth is the same, more or less same thing as Chassidus says, but there's there's Rapsodek HaKoyin and others, they speak about the Shefer Gadol, so he writes that when Mashiach will come, every single year, even the Shoim Gumurim will be awakened. Now people say, you know, 
Someone was speaking to someone last night. Or during the Holocaust, you had people that were anti-religious betachlis. But but uh, when they were the Nazi tries tried to force them to to do something, right? To, they 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 had them sit a In other words, there's a certain. So in other words, the 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 God of Mashiach means the awakening of the Nikudas Ayadas, even by, you know, the 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 people that it seems that are the most distant. There's another word that I want to finish off with. The Rebbe said. Sikhs that we're already hearing the Shafir of Mashiach, at least, you know, the beginning of it. It was a word that uh, the Yidak Kaddish from Shizcha said that he hears the Shafir God of Mashiach. Rabbi Mazer asked, I one of the, he was the Kots can get and everything, they all trace their, you know, their, their, uh, their teachings back to Shizcha, the time of so the Avni Nezer of Sochachov, one of the, the famous Pelushi Rebbes, he asked the question, you know, he said, was Pshat, he heard the, the Shefer of Mashiach. We don't hear the Shefer of Mashiach. So he said an interesting thing. He said that the Zoyar, if you look through the Zoyar, the three different places the Zoyar gives times for Mashiach. One is in the year Tach, Tach Vatat, 1648, when they had Kondiski's massacres. The other case was Tafresh, year 600 in the Hebrew calendar. The other year was Tafresh Samach Vav. That's the Rebbe Rashab. It's one of the reasons he said the Hemshuk was connected with this Kate. So he says each Kate was true. And there's three worlds, there's four worlds, Atzilus, Briyu, Tzira, and Nasiya. So the, the three Kitsim in the Zoya, one was for Atzilus, Briyu, Tzira. So the Kates and Nasiya were still, <laughs> were still waiting for it to materialize. So he said that the Yidak Kodesh Lamaila in the higher worlds already have the Shefish Shomashiach. In other words, and as in all these kids and end times, spiritually, in those in spiritual worlds, the revelation of Mashiach was coming more and more down. But we need to hear the shayfar of Mashiach Basia physically down here. So Yehi Ratzin, it should be taken from Yad Mamish. Like from the Ksirach Simatev, the Shana Tev, and the Sukkah.